Welcome back to Edgework on the Hammer Betting Network, a daily live NHL show, Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. If you guys are watching on Twitter right now with us, if you want, I encourage you to head over to our YouTube channel, Edgework. You can subscribe there, hit that bell to turn on notifications so you get notified exactly when we go live. As well, if you want to track all the picks that are made on this show, you can go to the BetStamp app, find us in the marketplace at Edgework, and you can see all the picks in real time. Joined today by Russ, So Money, Alex B. Smith. Guys, how's it going today? Good, good. No, not too bad. Good. Watching uh, watching Canada here, it's not uh, it's not going as well as I wanted. Yeah, I was just seeing uh, Alex Moretto. He's on the Tuesday show. I've been seeing his tweets talking yeah. about like this is the way we're gonna start. I I wasn't uh, tracking it. I pull it open. We're down one nothing already. So I was like, uh, that's yeah, not even. Well, now it's 2-0. Oh, good. Even better. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> and how we, uh, how we fancy certain teams and how in certain teams are in dire situations. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> four years. Four years to uh, regroup and get ready for the World Cup to be hosted in North America. So that's what... Uh, this was just the baby step. It was the, it was the learning opportunity. That's what it is. It's yeah. a learning opportunity. Get better for next one. Uh, I was talking to Russ before we started this. I got the opportunity to go to the Leafs game last night and uh, see Mitch Marner continue his 18 or extend his 18 game point streak, tying the Maple Leafs franchise record for consecutive games with points. And then I was mentioning to him, like, this is a debate that especially here in Toronto has had a lot of times. It's just had amongst people who enjoy hockey, maybe not particularly about this player, but like the top five forwards in the NHL, who are the best five forwards? And I started thinking about, is Mitch Marner a best top five forward in the NHL? He's been on the, uh, the first team all-stars for the last, or the NHL first team for the last two consecutive seasons. Now this guy is continuing to put up points at a ridiculous rate. He's one of the best point getters, I guess, in the NHL at this point. It's kind of hard to exclude him from that, especially when he's being considered one of the best three or the best right winger, I guess, in a sense, the past few seasons. But then it's also you look at some of the other guys in in the NHL playing forward, and it's like it's easy to start putting guys ahead of him. At what point does this guy just become a top five forward, or is he already there? Is there any way that he can even get into that list? Yeah, I mean, I think he's definitely on the right track, right? Like we talked about right before we jumped on, you have some some you know insane names above him, I would argue, with uh, McDavid and Dreisaitl and Sidney Crosby and maybe even Ovechkin. But then when you look at um, you know kind of their ages and what stage they're at in in their careers, I mean, Mitch Marner's 25 years old. He's 12 years younger than Ovechkin. So yeah, he's he's absolutely if he's not already the top maybe top seven forwards in the league, he'll easily be in that conversation in the next couple of years, in my opinion. Yeah, I think he's definitely on the tra- on track to be one of the one of the top stars in the NHL for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I think right now he's on the on the fringe of top ten, definitely top fifteen for. I mean, there's a ton of forward talent in this league, and like you said, and we're, and we're just talking about you know you, you mentioned Crosby, Ovechkin, Kane, some of the older guys that have you know taken some steps back a little bit. But think about some of the younger guys we're seeing emerge, like Jesper Bratt. We're seeing Tage yeah. Thompson, who I think Tage Thompson is going to be an absolute rock star moving forward. Uh, the, the highlight reel goal we saw from him on Monday, uh, mm-hmm. that, that kind of size and, and the hands that he has. So there's a lot of talent in this league. So it's not a knock if he's not a top five or top 10 forward, but he's definitely within that top 15, 20 range. And that's still a great group to be in right now. 
Yep. Yeah, I think he's um I would have him comfortably in in the top ten. Sure. But I think that he I I doubt he'll ever be perceived as getting into the top five. And the reason for that is that where he plays and who else is on that team. I think yeah. that uh because like um Zach, you 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 watch every Leafs game, you know like the kind of nuances of like of like everybody there outside of the Toronto market, it'll always be, yeah, but Austin Matthews is there. So so he yeah. can he can never get past Austin Matthews, even though he may be, in my opinion, just comfortably already in the top ten. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's what I was going to say. He's got that guy that's right there with him. I mean, they're not playing the same line right now, but in the past couple of seasons, they have been. It's like, it's his line mate, the guy who's yeah. winning the heart, the Ted Lindsay, the rocket. Like, can it can be kind of hard to uh, jump past that. But yeah, he's been, uh, he's been on a heater. So we'll see if he can continue it and break that streak on Saturday night against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be a uh, a big story here in Toronto to see if he can get there. It's been something where he's been talking about the pressure that's been on him on this point streak. So we'll see if he can continue that. But looking around the league, there's a ton of games here tonight. Um, one of the games, I'm going to jump right into it. It's got a massive underlying story tied up, tied into it. It is the Washington-Seattle game. And the reason I say that is because this Seattle team, where we were at with them, is this is a very good team. You hear other teams, their coaches talking about Seattle. They all have high praise for them. I'm listening to Toronto media, and they're having uh, insiders come on and guys talk who talk to other GMs, coaches, people around. And they're saying that Seattle team is legit. They're saying basically they were a good team last year. They just didn't get the results. We talked about how they struggled to score a little bit. They're finding ways to score this year. But part of the problem is they've got to outscore a lot of what's going on outside of what Martin Jones was doing to start the season. And now guess what? As soon as I say it earlier this week about Martin Jones as being great, I put the kiss of death on him and he's regressing to become Martin Jones. This Seattle team going up against Washington here tonight, Seattle on a six-game win streak, eight, one, and one in their last ten. They're going up against a Washington that's four, five, and one in their last ten. They did just beat up on the Canucks five to one. But in Seattle here, lacking some goaltending. I mean, so money. I'm gonna ask you first here. This goaltending matchup, in whether it be Grubauer or Martin Jones, does it change much if it's either one of these guys based on where Martin Jones is headed right now? It it changes a little bit based on based on Martin um based on market perception. So Jones um is still seen as someone who has uh, kind of resurrected his career, whereas Grubauer is still seen as the same old cupcake that we got accustomed to last season, right? So um in terms of actual play on the ice, no, it shouldn't change that much. But the market will perceive this differently. Um, in terms of Seattle as a a, a team as a whole, I feel like we took we. We we talk about them every show, and yeah. and we should because um, they're a very very good team, and this is something that we touched on earlier. I felt that they just needed just some semblance of of even above average goaltending, and and this team could take off because of the finishers that they now have with this team. I didn't expect that to come from Martin Jones, obviously, yeah. and we are seeing kind of. Um, a little bit of a dip in his play um, just because where he was a few, like 
you, like a few weeks ago, it just was not sustainable. So um, what I will say, though, about Seattle is that um, I think that the market has 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 caught up to them. Um, I'm not sure um, how much more, uh, how much higher you can make them in this game um, against a team like Washington, who I think it they are starting to get better defensively. They are starting to um, slowly get 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 healthy. So um, yeah, um, I'm waiting to see the goaltending con- confirmation first. But um, I think that um, the market is getting there on Seattle now. <clears throat> yeah, no, I kind of agree with you um, to a certain extent about the goaltending for sure. So money, uh, you know, I thought that we were going to get kind of a change, a change of the guard with Martin Jones earlier on in the year, playing on him, getting plus money. And then uh, he gives up the eight goals, eight goals last game. And uh, then I kind of had to recalibrate. Um, but yeah, I, this is a little, this number is a little bit too short for me. And uh, we are going to play the Seattle Kraken at minus 120 here. My numbers actually have Seattle closer to minus 140. So I think that 120 is pretty good value. I could see this number jumping up a tick, but there is some opposition in the market. People like like so money and a few others that think that um, that think that they've got to the resistance in the market. So we sh- we could honestly see it come back down to a minus 115 or so. Um, as far as as far as um, you know, just the eye test goes, these are two teams I have going in the complete opposite directions. You know, Washington, I was completely down on in the last few weeks. They've, they've really haven't shown me anything. They're four five and one in their last 10. And some, a really big note that I made last night and this morning is they're terrible on the road. They're three and seven and two on the road. They cannot generate any scoring chances at all. Um, one of the biggest concerns I will have today is the, is the goaltending with, with uh, Seattle as their goalies rank. Like uh, I've got their goalies combined 27th in the league. So hopefully we can get another nine goal game and won't have to worry about those goalies at all. But yeah, this will be a play for me um, at minus one twenty. I like the Kraken. Yeah, I'm right there with Russ. I like the Kraken at minus a dollar twenty two. And you know you can't overreact too much to what you saw the other night with that Seattle LA game nine eight. That's a you know you don't see those those scores too often these days. And you kind of have to just throw that out. And that's how the players look at it too. You know, okay, we got the victory, we got the two points, but you can't harbor on that. Martin Jones can't sit in the crease and practice and think about the eight goals that he let up. He got the win. He's got to move on and, and and get back to the form that he had been playing. Uh, you know, in the in the few uh, games prior to that and with that also being said this is a Washington team that's not going to get into a, a boat race with anybody we're not going to see them score eight goals probably all year long unless uh, Ovechkin goes completely nuts this team is very slow uh, and, and like I said they're going in the opposite direction I like where Seattle's at right now I think they can get past uh, that last game focus and, and kind of batten down the hatch a little bit and even if it is uh, if it's not Jones in that tonight then you get Grubauer going against his old team I think that's a good spot as well so either way uh, you shake it I like Seattle here to get the win tonight all right so we'll lock that in on uh, the Edgework account on the Betstamp app so you can track these in real time they're all all the plays will be tracked there you can also see all the history of all the shows from Monday through Friday how those have all played out let's go to another game here where we've got another team with some interesting goaltending goaltending situation going on. That would be the Edmonton Oilers and the Minnesota Wilds. Um, Minnesota had just gotten Flurry back off of injury. He didn't start the season where he would have liked to be or they would have liked to him to be, especially considering they had felt oh, comfortable moving on from Cam Talbot in the offseason. Then this Edmonton team between Jack Campbell and Stuart Skinner hasn't been ideal. They've kind of got the Koskinen, Mike Smith, 
phenomenon going on back there again. And then part of the problem this Edmonton team is having, if you hear a lot of people online, whether it's smart people talking about the game or it's just people watching and seeing what's happening is there's a big concern that in Edmonton, if you take even, even just one of McDavid or Dreisaitl out of that lineup, they're basically like an AHL team with a superstar on it. So this Edmonton team, they're kind of hanging on by a thread in, in that sense, just getting by in some of these games. But going up against Minnesota here, against Edmonton, who's on a back-to-back, they did just win last night 5-4 in Chicago. Uh, Russ, when you're looking at this game, Edmonton on a back-to-back, Minnesota waiting at home for Edmonton to get there. How are you looking at this game? Well, you know, I mean, talking to you the last few weeks, you know exactly how I'm looking at this game. And if you've watched this, uh, you know, the, this show, you know that my numbers love the Oilers all year. I'm a glutton for punishment for sure. I was actually hoping they would make this minus 110 both ways so I wouldn't have to play it. But if you're going to give me plus 125, plus 130 on the Oilers on the road, I think this is a great spot for them to get right. They they showed that they can, you know, that they can score with anybody. Their forwards are amazing. Their front end is extremely heavy, but yes, their goalie play is just terrible. This not is not dissimilar from the Kraken who we just got done talking about. Very very similar teams. But again, I I have the Oilers sneaking into the playoffs, and I think the Wild would just barely miss it. So again, two teams going in sort of the wrong direction. One of the biggest um, edges that I have in this game is the is the power play. Uh, Edmonton Oilers are third in the power play, and the Minnesota Wild give up the 30th most penalty minutes in the NHL. So what I'm counting on here is hopefully a couple of early penalties, and uh, Edmonton puts in a couple early goals, gets up 2-0 or so, and then just kind of puts the game away. And uh, we've talked about this on the, on here before. I'm pretty low on Flurry this year. So I have no issues going against him here. Um, I just don't think, you know, this wild team is playing very well, five, four and one in their last 10. So, yeah, I think this should be lined closer to uh, closer to a pick or even Edmonton, a little bit of a favorite. So I'm, if you're going to give me one plus 125, 128, I'll take that every day. So, yeah, the, I'm on the Oilers here per usual. <laughs> Yeah, and it makes it, you know the reason for this line has to do with with the history of for the Wild. They've won seven straight against the Oilers, uh, have dominated the world, but they are not playing good at all. While watching their game over the weekend against Arizona, a team they should have dominated and have dominated in recent history, uh, the puck pass the movement was terrible. The passing was sloppy. They weren't taking enough quality shots, uh, and even though they jumped out to uh, you know a, a margin lead, they end up almost blowing that game. They only win four three. So. You know, we've seen them, like I said, they've really struggled at home, which is something uncharacteristic of them for years and years. They've always been a good home team. Yeah. Even when they weren't a great team overall, they still found ways to win at home. Uh, but I think this this, uh, this line is is set because of, of previous history, not current form. And even mm-hmm. off of a back-to-back and a, a, a bit of a boat race last night with uh, Edmonton and Chicago, Jack Campbell more than likely going to start tonight. Mm-hmm. He needs to find his form and, and get some confidence back. This is a good team for him to do it against. Uh, I would look at, at Edmonton at that plus price, too. I think that's a little bit too big. Yeah, just to just to uh, touch on what what uh, Alex said real quick, something is going on with Minnesota at home. They've they've allowed the fourth most goals per game at home at three point seven five goals when they play at home. For some reason, they just can't can't stop any anything at home. And um, yeah, they've they've really struggled in their in their home arena. So yeah, that's definitely going to be a play for me tonight. I'm pretty sure. I, I would assume we've got Campbell and Flurry almost 
95%, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would guess I would guess. So I can't imagine Skinner running back to back. It's right. it's a possibility, but I highly doubt it. Right. Yeah, the market took off on um on Minnesota early when it uh when it when it did open. They did open a, a little bit short. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, this is one of those games where um a lot of this does have to do with the Minnesota on the on the extra rest and Edmonton on a back to back. The market loves to uh loves to let's just say overreact to those kind of situations. Um <clears throat> Campbell, I've got him in my notes here. Uh poor overall play and he's starting to trend worse. Uh, Flurry, um, he's actually starting to trend poorly again. Um, he had a stretch there of like good play, but I've got him as uh, kind of dipping down a bit, and I've got bright red notes here to a um, to a monitor Flurry. So um, I'll be I'll be off this game. I'll be watching a um, little bit, little bit of interest in the uh, in in over, but um, this is a game that I would like to monitor as my notes say. Sure. Alex, this next game here, I'm going to let you take the floor with. It is the uh, Florida-Vancouver game. I was watching Florida-Calgary the other night. This Florida team's in a very weird spot. They're on a three-game losing streak on this road trip that they're on. They've got losses to St. Louis in overtime, Edmonton in overtime, and then I watched that game against Calgary. Like Calgary just took it to them. Calgary was the better team in that game against Florida. They're 10-9-4, fifth in the Atlantic. They're kind of just skidding along at this point. Like, it's not very comfortable for them. 3-4-3 three, and three, uh, in their last 10. Going into Vancouver, finish, kind of closing out this road trip, uh, the Canucks are 5-5 five and five in their last 10. They're 9-11-3, and three, and this has been one of those interesting teams where, I mean, so money was scratching his head the other day because he's like, well, this team was horrible to start. Now, all of a sudden, they're winning games, but then it's like you get a game where they go out and lose 5-1 to the Washington Capitals. So it's just been all over the place. But uh, you have some best bets in this game here? Yeah, I like this first period over at 2. I'm seeing as high as $1.18 at Bet Online, $1.15 at Bet Fred. I think this is uh, a really good spot here because Florida, here's the thing, they're not playing that, that up-and-down hockey that we saw last year, right? And that's mainly because Paul Maurice is the coach. It's not his style. He wanted this team to be a bit more balanced, be a bit more cycle-heavy. It hasn't really worked out. And now to make matters worse, they aren't getting the goaltending that, that we were expecting from Bobrovsky or Spencer Knight. Uh, Bobrovsky looked terrible and got caught out of position quite often uh, in that game against Calgary. And, and that's that's a huge red flag now for this Panther team. If they can't generate uh, that up-and-down offense or get good goaltending, they're in a world of trouble. And uh, this is a Vancouver team. They've been uh, top of the pops as far as first period overs go. Uh, and, and even with a two hung on here, the three, two with two pushes, the last 10, uh, going over in that first period with a, with a number of two. So uh, I think that's good plus value there going over two on the first period. tonight. So I, I hope that they score three goals in the first and then they don't score anything. The rest of the way. Um, I do. Um, I do have the under here. Um, it's a pretty significant move here. We went from, um, there were some sevens. Uh, there were plus plus one fifteens to plus one eighteens on the under six and a half. So um, anything plus plus money under in that game is a is is a play on. Um, I think Alex nailed it about about Bobrovsky. He he stinks, and there's no way that they can get get out of that contract either. Um, I I think that um, Knight um, is obviously the better option there. One concern I have for this game is that well. But besides all my concerns about the Canucks in general, but one 
one one concern I have on game is that um, Knight he does have above average overall metrics, but I'm starting to see some signs of him dipping a bit lately. Um, so that's something I, I, I want to keep an eye on. I'm assuming that Demko gets to start today. Of course, we've talked about Demko. He's been poor overall, but he's actually looked better in two, in two of his last three games. And um, Coach Boudreau touched on that as well, that um, his movement is starting to get better. So hopefully whatever's ailing him, um, he's slowly starting to come uh, come come out of that. Alex touched on um, Florida doesn't go back and uh, up and down the ice anymore. Uh, I I completely agree. Um, and in in fact, recently I have them trending better defensively, especially when they're playing on the road. Um, and that's that's a staple of um, of Paul Paul Maurice's past teams as well. So um, Canucks poor poor defensive play. There's no there's no um, there's 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 nothing new to be said about that. But one thing that does stand out with them is that they have been scoring goals lately, but their offensive generation is not proportional to the goals that they've been putting up. So um, there's there's been a ton of luck involved in the goals that they've been scoring lately. So I would expect that to come down at some point. And against a team like Florida, that's actually starting to trend better uh, defensively. I think that we have a situation for 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 an under there in the last 40 minutes of this game yeah i think you know i think there's not much i can add um so money and i have been kind of button heads on the panthers totals all season <laughs> i got the last one with the uh panthers and the flames over um i mean you know i'm gonna be on this over tonight for sure i took six and a half i think there's a good chance a good chance we get to seven goals or more here. You know, um, honestly, I think that if Canucks score two, then then the, then the Panthers can put up five against this uh, Canucks defense. Just to touch on a couple of things, I mean, there's not much more I can add. Um, Florida's got the 25th ranked goalies, according to my numbers. Vancouver has the 30th ranked goalies. Um, Demko has allowed four or more goals in 10 of his last 14 starts. And um, for some reason, Vancouver's not very good at, uh, at stopping any rushes at home. They're seventh in goals allowed per game at home. They're averaging 3.67 goals allowed at home. You know, I think I think I honestly think this game could could go either way. But at the number now where it's currently sitting six and a half minus 110, I, I, I'm going to have to take the over here for sure. All right, fair enough. And final game to uh, look at here as well. We track these picks in the BetStamp app as in the marketplace and Edgeworks. You can find them all in real time. If you guys are watching on Twitter, I do encourage people to go over to YouTube and subscribe to the Edgework channel. You can click the bell, turn on notifications so you get notified when we go live Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. But final game here tonight uh, that we'll cover, Vegas-Pittsburgh. This game is in Pittsburgh Chris Letang will be out indefinitely. He It was reported he suffered a stroke on Monday. They said Pittsburgh released a statement saying he's suffering no long-term after effects from that. So hopefully everything's okay with Chris Letang. He can get back to uh, normal life. I mean, above all else, and playing hockey and everything, it's the same thing that we dealt with in, here in Toronto with Jake Muzzin. Is you just hope these guys at least cause, can get back and have normal lives, whether no matter what it is that they're suffering from, like, that is most important in this.
But uh, Pittsburgh on a two-game losing streak right now. Vegas is just coming off of a shootout win against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Right now, it was looking at, like it was basically a coin flip game here tonight in Pittsburgh. Um, Russ, you have any thoughts on this game? Yeah, I, I'm ex- excited to kind of pick everyone's brain on this game because I have a couple different angles I like. Um, just looking at my numbers, um, I've liked Pittsburgh all season. I think if you could get them as a dog here, I think that would be a pretty good contrarian spot to play them at home. Um, now, when I dig into it a little bit more, I actually tend to sort of like the over a little bit better. I think, um, you know, Vegas has just been amazing on the road. They're 10, one and one on the road and their overs are eight and four on the road and through their overs are two and 10 at home. For some reason, they put up way more goals on the road than they do at home. So that makes me a little bit nervous about the Penguins pick and, you know, makes me lean towards the over a little bit more. Um, you know, there's nothing too much you can be said that can be said about the Knights, you know, first in expected goals for first in high danger shots. This team has just been playing awesome. And especially on the road, they've been putting up a ton of goals. Um, as far as the, you know, kind of the importance of the game, this is probably a lot bigger game for the Penguins, just as far as where they sit in the standings, they're tied with the Rangers in fourth place. So this is a much bigger goal for the Penguins. Um, and they have been playing better. They have been trending better, but, as far as right now, I don't have a play on anything. Um, you know, gun to my head, I would probably go over. And I did see a rogue, a rogue six a, uh, out there on the market. So I think if you could get a six, I think that would be a solid play on the over. But other than that, I'm just sort of watching and sort of uh, kind of lean into the market to to tell me which direction to go. But yeah, I would love to know, you know, your guys' thoughts on this game. It should be a it should be an awesome game. Yeah, it definitely should be a fun game to watch. I mean, you got a, a Vegas team that you know top in the in the Pacific Division. Uh, Pittsburgh, you know, had a little bit of a of a of a strong run, then they you know fall off. They're a very streaky uh, kind of a team. Uh, you know, Vegas has struggled in Pittsburgh. They only have lost five of, of the seven meetings that they've had there at PPG Paints Arena. And uh, one of the things I would look at would be the over, but I would wait and grab a better number in game. I don't think we're going to see a lot of of scoring early. I think you, if you wait. Uh, bet live, you can get that six or six and a half drop down to a five and a half, maybe even a five and a half to a plus price, uh, and then jump on that. Like you mentioned, uh, eight and four to the over on the road with Vegas. Uh, you know, uh, Penguin, Penguins have gone under in three of their last four home games, but they do have uh, the offense to kind of keep and trade blows with Vegas. So I think it'll be a fun one to watch. I probably will be, be on that over too, but I'm going to wait and play it in game. Nice. I think um, I think we need to wait for the goaltenders here. I think that there's a chance that um, Vegas is going to go with Hill. Um, I think that's uh, that's that's something to keep an eye on. I would assume Dismith starts, but it's Mike Sullivan, so I, right. it, it 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 could be Jari. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Right. Right? So I think I I think we need to wait that out. Um, in terms of where I've got the goalies, um, Hill trending poorly. Um, I don't think that if you if if you like Vegas, I don't think you can bet that right now because you need to wait. Because if you get stuck with Vegas and a bad number on Hill, like that's 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 not necessary to put yourself in that position. Um, Pittsburgh, if you like Pittsburgh, as as soon as Hill gets confirmed, if he does, that line is going to jump. So if you like Pittsburgh, you would need to to get on that pretty quick. Um, I I think this game is lined correctly as a as a coin flip, I'll wait and see if there's any overreactions in the in 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 the market or, in Hill's case, any any 
any underreactions. But uh, right now, I think that uh, it's it's lined fairly as a as a as a pick'em. I will say, um, got in my notes here. Pittsburgh, um, they have shown that they're struggling when they have to step up against good teams. Um, a lot of their wins here have been against um, uh, against in, inferior opponents, and of course, they're. Um, they're stepping up now against uh, against Vegas, and we saw how they did when they had to step up their last two games against Toronto and Carolina. So I think that um, that's something to keep an eye on as well. All right, any other games that are jumping out to you guys before we close this one off? Uh, I was leaning toward taking the first period puck line, laying a half a goal at plus 135 with the New Jersey Devils tonight uh, against the Nashville Predators. I mean, they've just been just been rolling as of late, and I don't see this Nashville team being able to kind of keep pace with them. I think uh, New Jersey can kind of get off to a, a hot start right here, and I think that's a good value. So the half a goal in the first period with New Jersey at plus one, I'm seeing plus 130, plus 135, I think that's great value there. All right, we'll lock that one in there as well. So, money. Any other games? Um, not right now. Just uh, just uh, waiting things out. Uh, I I just have that under in um under in Vancouver locked in, and um, waiting on waiting on goaltenders and lineup information right now. All right, and same goes for you there, Russ. Yep, I think we pretty much covered um, everything I've got. <clears throat> you know, I got the Florida over Seattle Kraken money line and the Edmonton Oilers money line so far, and then just keeping an eye on that Pittsburgh Vegas game. All right. All of the picks that are made on Edgework Monday through Friday are tracked in the BetStamp app in the marketplace as Edgework. You can find us there. You can get notifications in real time when these picks are tracked. So even if you some for some reason have to miss a show, you can get notified of what our picks are. You can find us on podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast after the show. But if you want to watch live, go to our YouTube channel edge work you can subscribe there turn on notifications so that you get notified as soon as we go live so you can hear all the picks all the insight in real time guys thank you so much for joining here today hopefully uh, everyone has a good night of, with their bets good luck on that and uh, i will see everyone next thursday cheers y'all. thanks guys yep cheers good luck